0: We invited Anthony Villioen back onto the show. He is the CEO at African Mining. Uh, he talks through the rationale behind the raise of 13 million pounds last night. Seems to be well received in the marketplace. Talks through what he's going to be uh, doing with that and how he's apportioning it across the different commodities that he's hunting in Namibia. So we're talking uh, tin. Uh, we're talking Lithium and we're also talking Tantalum. So um, lots of news there. We look to the future, see where they insert themselves into the market and the scale of the opportunity. If you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversations, topics discussed, to discuss, company and indeed Anthony. You can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. We can also find detailed company reports and analysis. We've got commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. We've got training courses on there, and we do summaries of all the interviews that we do just to save you some time, because we know you're busy people. Uh, but most excitingly of all, we've got a wonderful, thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly, safe. An intelligent environment, free from all that judgment, trolling, and abuse you see elsewhere. And if that sounds nice to you, and I hope it does, go and join them. Cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. I would say there's a small waiting list at the moment as we've had a surge of applicants. We need to vet everyone. Uh, but uh, sign up, cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. The wait isn't that long. Anthony, how are you, sir?
1: Matt, very, very, very good And yourself. It's been a while.
0: It's been far too long. It was June last year. 've been uh, you've been avoiding me and that, that, that's how it feels. have you been busy
1: yeah, yeah well been, been locked down but uh, more importantly been digging some very valuable holes in in Namibia and uh, and making money which is which is obviously first and foremost in most
0: uh, what most miners want to do absolutely absolutely well like, okay that's that's good news'm um, and we're gonna hear all about it in a second but first of all uh, when he kicks off with a one minute summary uh, overview of the business then I'll pick it up with some questions from there okay
1: Right, great. So, um, since June last year, Afriton has moved significantly on in terms of its ambitions and in terms of its, its strategy. We have moved swiftly into uh, steady-state production on our existing plant. We have produced a bankable feasibility study for expanding the plant, and what we are on the cusp of uh, opening up is a significant new technology mineral province that will be that we believe will be something for, for the future.
0: Okay, you said to me last time tin was sexy. I, I didn't agree with you. Has okay. it become sexy?
1: It's 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 become way sexier, Matt. It's uh, you know we've I've been a tin bull for uh, for a better part of two decades, and uh, you, you know uh, we we often spoke about a, a pinch point coming in the markets. Uh, you know a lot of the big guys had ex have exited tin. Uh, you know twenty odd years ago, exploration. Has basically had basically dried up, and uh, you know, then all of a sudden you had this 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 pushing demand from your semiconductor market uh, that everybody thought would 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 basically go into a bear market, but has actually turned around, and gone into a bull market. Uh, you know, semiconductors are used in all of your uh, chips that go into all all electronic equipment, and importantly, into electric vehicles. So. You've just had this confluence of factors that has uh, sent the tin price in, into into the stratosphere, and uh, yeah, we we we've, uh, we want to make make tin sexy again. Okay.
0: I look forward to. It. So let's talk about that because um, I think you know the COVID situation has sort of driven um, a, you know a big new agenda around EV and even like semiconductors. Um, but people have been distracted by other things during that period. You know, precious metals have seen have being. You've seen you know you know copper and nickel do quite well, but tin's not known. So give us a give us some background here on on the size of the market. And you know what you think your contribution could be, given the scale of your or potential scale of your operation.
1: Yeah, look. So, I mean, you talk about copper, and obviously everybody knows about copper. But um, you know, tin is uh, is basically the glue that that gets that sticks all the copper together. You know, and and so it's got very similar applications uh, in the in the electronic space, uh, specifically as I said with with regards to microchips. I mean. All of your electronic equipment is is driven by microchips, and and the the sole element in terms of uh, putting, the, or in, in terms of manufacturing those uh, microchips is is all is all tin, and uh, the market of the semiconductors uh, is is largely driven by um, by uh, consumer demand, and uh, you know the fact that we that we all now communicate through screens that has has. Been an unprecedented time in the tin market, driving driving demand for the for these electronic goods, and also the advent of, of electric vehicles. So, you know, from a market uh, of, that produces uh, globally about three hundred and fifty thousand uh, tons of tin a year, you know, we we're expecting that to increase substantially in the near future, and. Uh, You know, from the from a supply side, there's there's just not enough new deposits coming on stream, and uh, you know, and especially deposits in, in uh, conflict-free areas, and and that's that's where our competitive advantage lies.
0: Right. Okay. Let's look at some of the moving parts here, if you don't mind. Too. First of all, you raised some money last night, about thirteen million pounds. Uh, So, why?
1: So look, I mean, we we've reached a, we reached a quite a significant milestone uh, in the company. You know, we we got into production and steady state production in December, uh, in December uh, last year. Um, so things have things have been growing at at quite a rapid rate. Uh, but you know what we've also you know declared recently, uh, or, or as part of our existing resource, was a significant lithium deposit or inferred lithium resource. As well as as well as obviously the, 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 the tantalum and uh, you know what's what we've seen you know the the the, the whole extraction process of uh, of um, tin it's 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 not so much chemical it's a lot more to do with uh, flow dynamics it's all about uh, gravity based separation and uh, you know we've got a very interesting mineralogy in that in that we be uh, our because right, crystals, crystals that, that the tin is, uh, occurs in are very coarse and we're getting really good liberation. So, so it's the, the whole uh, sort of backbone of the plant is, is all about ensuring that, uh, that, 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 that the uh, material moves through the plant as efficiently as possible. So obviously with that, you do get bottlenecks. We do get areas where you, where you believe you can improve so uh, we said about um, seeing how we how we can expand that. Uh, we've we've completed a bankable feasibility study. We're undertaking a, a very very intense uh, uh, mineral mineralogical and metallurgical program to extract the the, the different byproduct streams. So you know uh, w- with where we are now, tin our, our the tin prices at all time highs. Our share prices is, is gone up close on three hundred percent this year. So. You know, we we thought it uh, an opportune time to bring in some more some more cash, and uh, you know, really hit the expansion and growth of our company quite quite aggressively this uh, this year and the coming years uh, from that.
0: Okay, let me just try and understand it because you you cover a lot of ground there. Your thirteen million uh, pounds is going to be used to optimise the uh, the plant. Is that that's right in terms of not just your tin production, but Lithium extraction components—is that what you're suggesting?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so look, uh, you know, it's it's, it's expanding the the, the the current facility and expediting that. Right. I mean, at it, the it, 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 from the results from the bankable feasibility. Well, give me some study, of the numbers
0: on the BFS, because I need to understand why you feel that accelerating it now is, is the right time. What did it tell well, you?
1: Look, the, the, the key critical thing is that uh, you know we came up with a capex number, a very modest capex number of of around five million pounds. Uh, and the, the you know by implementing that now at these prices that's got a one a less than a one year payback period and increases our production by 70 percent so you know there's, there's obviously significant uh benefits to to be had from that
0: right so that's five million got it yeah the rest of it
1: the rest of it uh as i said lithium a lithium testwork and and bringing the the lithium stream uh, on online uh, you know that's Currently, we, we're literally throwing away all of our lithium onto the dumps, um, you know, so, so it's, it's a, how do we capture that? We've got a good idea of what the plant and the flow sheet will look like, but, uh, you know, you have to go through this, the various steps in terms of uh, getting the, getting that up to a point where you can add that, that lithium module on. But, I mean, from, all, from what we've seen, it should be a relatively straightforward process, but you've got to, you've got to do the hard yards. And then also, you know, we, we've got a huge, huge area there. So, you know, our existing resource, uh, you know, we've confirmed a, a resource and converted that into a reserve. Uh, but we've got a whole lot of historic information over the mining area. So, to to get to this point in terms of declaring that resource, we confirmed a hundred holes, and there a hundred historic holes, and there's still another six hundred holes still left to go. So lots of exploration upside, bringing all of that uh, into modern joke sort of compliance. And then, and then, you know, we, we in a, a new technology province and, uh, that's something I want to, I want to talk about uh, in, in a bit more detail.
0: Okay, we can talk about it in a bit more detail. I'm trying to get the order of play here with the cash that you've gone on, Ray. So, five million pounds I get it. Um, when you're talking about the Lithium component, when you say you've got a good idea of what the flow sheet looks like, that means you're not quite there on the economics yet or the recoverable components? I mean, what, what do you know, what do you not know?
1: So it's it's quite an it's quite an interesting thing. So you know we, as I said, it's it's a gravity based circuit that we use. So so our our main sort of sort of driver of the circuit is is our our first stage dense media separator. So we've, we you know you, uh, the, the material comes out a four stage crushing uh, circuit and then goes into the dense media separator. So it's a, obviously your dense media is added to that and then. Uh, separates all of the, the heavier material, which is typically your tin and your tantalum, and that that we call those sinks. That then goes across, goes into uh, the rest of the concentrating circuit, and then all the lighter material, uh, especially the feldspars, goes out uh, uh, onto onto the waste dump. And in that lighter material, uh, in the in those feldspars, is is your lithium your Li two O component. Okay, so. So what 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 we need to do is then capture that lighter component. So what we're looking at is putting another dense media circuit on, rather than extracting the heavier material, we'll extract the lighter material, float that off, and we'll be producing a concentrate. That we can sell on
0: the global market, right? I understand the theory of it. Okay, what I'm what I'm asking you is around the economics of it. What do you know today? So, because it comes back to why raise the money today? Is it a case of take it while you can because the market's offering it because it was oversubscribed, or and and have yourself set up ready to go on on the lithium thing because you're quite close, or there's a bunch of work to do to understand the economics, but we think currently it it should be okay. I mean, where are you in that mix? Uh, uh options uh, option C uh, C so, okay fair enough you, you're uh, on your way but but then that leads to the question which is how much yeah. more money will you need to raise to be able to liberate that value or are you good uh,
1: look we good uh, you know the, we, we had we've had great support from our existing shareholders and from new institutions coming in so you know this this sets us up really. Uh, you know, when when we present to the board, our strategy to the board of directors, we had three different horizons. Horizon one is is done and dusted. Horizon two is expansion and growth, and uh, this this will set us up nicely for that expansion and growth phase. Right. Okay.
0: So you, recapital raising, you're good for a while because you can you've got a less than a one year return on the tin component by optimizing the plant and making it more yep. efficient. You think yeah. that you can get some kind of financial contribution from the lithium but you'll be able to confirm that this year
1: yeah uh, well I hope so the, 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 our, our only unknown at this stage and I, I know that a lot a lot of uh, private investors do get frustrated with the with the speed is that uh, because of these unprecedented times in the in the minerals market all the labs are, are jam-packed so to get your assays, through the labs is 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 a bit of a, a lottery at this stage, but we are working with the guys to, to turn that around a, a lot quicker.
0: Right. And what else has the BFS told you? I mean, obviously there are BFSs and there are BFSs. So you it's allowed you to raise some capital, which is great. But in terms of and there's a bit of optimization here, you've mentioned expiration components in the mix here in terms of adding future value. Because look, you're a fifty-five million pound company. It's not Big, yeah. You've talked about the size, and scale of the market. You've said there's not a lot of competition, a lot of players come out of the marketplace. Yet there's this huge demand, which supply is not going to be able to meet. How do you go from 55 million to something meaningful with the capital you've got now?
1: So look, a, a, a large part of that, as I said, is 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 on the, the existing uh, area. Uh, you know, bringing that uh, that level of confidence on the lithium side from an inferred. Through to a measured resource, uh, you know there was there was no historic information on the lithium back then because there was no no use for it. But uh, obviously, where we are now, it's it's it opens up a whole new area for us. And uh, you know, if, if you look at the actual uh, producers of of lithium, you, we ran this exercise recently, and I mean, you know, despite all of the exploration companies out there, there's probably only about three hard rock lithium producers in the world. And if we can get that module right, we could be the fourth. Uh, you know, so so it's it, it's it's a it's a really uh, lofty uh, goal that we want to set ourselves for, uh, this year is is getting that stream up and running, and you know being being up there with with one of the only lithium producers in the world.
0: But but here's the bit that's good. you're a tin company, right? You got this lithium yep. byproduct, but you're, you're suggesting that the contribution. From it could be significant. It, it could really be meaningful. And lithium's had a real bump in the last four or five months in terms of the equities out there. So it's good to be talking about it. But you still haven't understood, or you haven't told me that you, you understand the economics yet. So, what's your expectation of the well, scale of what you can achieve?
1: So the, the broad strokes is is basically we'll be producing the tin for free. So the 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 the, the lithium credits will, will will more than cover. The the, the 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 tin production
0: basically.
1: That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and look, it's, it's important to emphasise that. So there, you know, there are other deposits similar in nature uh, in, in Australia um, that 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 produce these uh, sort sort of polymetallic uh, deposits, and uh, you, you know, one of those is one of the biggest uh, lithium producers in the world currently. So you know, it's, it's not like we are reinventing the uh, the wheel, so to speak. Uh, you know, it's, it's a fairly fairly well understood uh, process, uh, but we just need to make sure that we we obviously it, it works well with our. Oil.
0: So tell, tell me this, Anthony. You know, you're you're mining in a sort of you know well known sort of historic district. Here, Namibia itself um, has got some quite interesting geology. So, I mean, do you see any other potential over and above what you're looking at at the moment?
1: Yes, Matt. Uh, in, in fact, uh, you know, we've we've been talking about this in the office, in the office quite extensively. So, you know, we talk about uh, known geological mineral provinces. You know, you've got the, the Pilbara uh, in in Australia. That's obviously very uh, really rich iron ore. You've got the Bushveld Complex in uh, South Africa, which is just a very unique geological for, uh, uh, repository for PGMs, vanadium, uh, chrome, you know, uh, and you've got the copper belt in in Zambia that's that's really rich in uh, copper, obviously, and, and just a unique geological phenomenon. Where we are in Namibia, you've got these pegmatite belts that are just, that run for hundreds of kilometers and those pegmatite belts are intruded by a number of different elements, and it just so happens that all the elements that, that these uh, pegmatite belts are intruded by are all your new technology uh, minerals, so you know, tin, tantalum, lithium, and we believe that, that what we are opening up is the genesis of a whole new, new technology province that can be compared to some of the, the bigger mineral provinces on the planet.
0: Meaning what? What are you going after? We well we, we want to be at the
1: forefront of developing new technology minerals and mining new technology minerals for of uh, to 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 sell to the world basically.
0: But when we say new technology minerals, what is that? Define what that is. So
1: basically, all, all the minerals that are used uh, in driving uh, all, all of the the technology that that's coming into the world at the moment. So you know, like your electric vehicles, your solar, uh, you, you know, ele- um, uh, new. Uh, applications on your electronics uh, so everything that that's that that's driving the green the green economy uh, and, and you know transforming the world from a, a, a hydrocarbon economy into a green economy and and you know being at the forefront of being able to open up minds that can provide that, that, that those elements to that economy gives us a gives us a great competitive advantage And the fact that we're already producing. Uh, these elements, uh, you know, obviously enhances the, the product offering that we're giving to the market.
0: You're trying to re-rate yourself as a critical minerals company next, aren't you?
1: Well, I don't, don't, I don't <laughs> want to, maybe, it's, maybe we call ourselves Afri-Tech Mining.
0: There you go, I knew it was coming, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> okay, that, that gets really interesting. So again, let's just ask the question, so when do you put yourself in a position where you can confirm to the market what the economics are? What are you working to?
1: Uh, well, in, in the next six to eight months, uh, and uh, I don't like putting timelines because there are a few things that are out of my control. But you know that 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 is the target we've set ourselves internally.
0: Okay. How are your finances now? You've raised some money. Have you got some loan notes outstanding?
1: We've got some loan notes, but uh, we do want to uh, we do want to retire those now. We, you know, there is no more. There's no longer need for those. Uh, and, and we're making money Matt uh, you know how many junior mining companies do you know that start uh, getting cash flows in the first three years that's that's exciting you, you know and every month uh, you know your cash inflow go, gets higher because the price gets higher so you're, it's a, you're, it's
0: a, you're producing money when you pay, when you pay down your, your loan notes you're making money <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah, yeah, well, look, we'll we'll do that quickly. Don't worry. Okay. Well, so that will happen out of the money that you just raised is a portion because not. I mean, the loan nets aren't significant, are they? I mean, what are we talking about? A couple of million? Uh,
1: uh, yeah, a couple of million. Uh, we, uh, you know that they have uh, served their purpose and it's time to retire them. Clean up. You know, but part of this was cleaning up the balance sheet, getting our powder dry, getting ready for the next phase of of expansion and growth. That's that's what it's all about.
0: Okay. How are you selling product into the market? I'm talking about the tin, obviously.
1: Yeah, so so it's it's uh, we're selling to one of the big tin smelters, uh, Thai They're based in Thailand. Uh, they are owned by the uh, AMC Group. In, it's a the trading company out of, out of base out of London. We've got a great relationship with them. They've extended our off-take agreement to, to three years. Uh, we we we're getting good, uh, you know, with that they. As part of that, that, that we also get uh, payment or uh, part payment earlier on in the process. So it's a great relationship and something that something that we want to uh, build on. And you know, because of where we are geographically, which is very important, because a lot of tin deposits tend to be in very difficult areas. Uh, you know, uh, uh, getting a ton of tin from mine gate all the way to uh, smelter. is only $150 a ton, if you can believe that. Uh, so, so that you know, that gives us a real competitive advantage in that space.
0: Okay, and are you happy with that arrangement going forward? I know they've extended the offtake, but do you, How do you start taking control of the margins that you make by giving yourself optionality?
1: Look, the the the, the, the things that are that, that we can control uh, is, is, is is our costs. Uh, you know, it's it's a, a managing our, our costs. Uh, you know. The, the macro thing the macro elements of of the business, you know, uh, pricing and what have you is is always out of our control. But what what I the thing that the thing that I can control is uh, producing a ton of tin cheaper than the next guy. And that's 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 the focus of this company.
0: Okay, but, but you know, Meg, you can also control the other, the other end in terms of what you sell it for the margins. You know, because there are people involved in that chain now who are going to be capturing some of that. No.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I mean, it, the fact that we're selling to the directly to the um, to to the, the smelter and, and not going through sort of a, a, a trading company or or things like that, you know, it's there's there there are a few elements that, that that we can enhance, but I mean, you know, as I said, at one hundred fifty dollars a ton, it's it's uh, it's pretty. Uh, you, you, you'll struggle to shave a little bit more of that. It's it's at, at rock bottom prices. Okay,
0: so let's let's come back to the money you are generating. Okay, you, how much cash are you producing, or how much cash will you produce once you've optimized it with this five million bo- uh, pounds?
1: So basically, at, the, at this at stage, we we we're producing about one point three million US dollars a month, uh, and uh, and that will increase by seventy percent. Uh, so when we when we implement phase two, uh, you know, so uh, that with with not a big incremental increase in your OPEX costs, uh, we we haven't reached the base of our of our OPEX yet. Uh, you know, obviously there's still a few on this on this plant. Uh, there's there's a few elements that, that that we obviously need to get get better efficiencies on. So so we are still optimizing some of those things, but still coming in at a very competitive cost of around nineteen thousand dollars a ton. And uh, we want to drop that to about seventy thousand dollars a tonne on a ton only basis.
0: Right. Okay. So, in, in terms of your ambitions, you, you obviously want to be, you know, a meaningful supplier into the market. So, your your plant you're kind of plant constrained in in a way yeah. if you want to be able to do that. So, what do you do about that?
1: So that's that's where phase two comes in. Uh, you know the. the the whole thing about this this deposit is is its sheer size. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the the old timers mined over, and I, I think I've run this through with you before, but you know that that they mined over twelve different pits, um, and just the pit that we're in places our tin inventory as is, is one of and lithium inventory is one of the the biggest uh, open pit uh, tin mines in the world. We've still got to get those other six hundred holes drilled, so. We could add all of that resource in. I mean, the is uh, called back then had an 80 year mine life. So, I mean, we could just we're just in the existing footprint, we could have a 100 year mine life. Uh, and then, you know, within our mining license area, we've still got another 180 outcropping pigments with visible tin mineralization. So, you know, like it's it's hard to comprehend. It's that you know this is this this is going to be solid. Producing baseload tin supply for literally the next hundred years.
0: No, it which was, is it was great, and when we hear that from companies, you know, lithium companies or uranium companies, it's it's fantastic. But you've got to work out how you insert yourself into the current, uh, you, you know, um, ecosystem. Right. You, you what you can't do is damage. Margins by, you know, dumping so much product into market affects pricing. So, what are your ambitions there, and you know, what what do you think those numbers, steady state numbers, are? Because I get phase one steady state. What what's phase two or phase three look like?
1: So, so look, the fa- phase two is is a much upscale upscale plant, uh, and you know, literally we we can go as big as as big as we we want to. And because obviously you've got such a big open cost deposits, uh, you know, we benefit a lot more from economies of scale. Uh, Just a quick one, you know, 60% or or, or more of the the global tin mines are are underground mines, some of them in in very difficult areas. The the balance tends to be kind of artisanal driven or uh, or what have you. And only 6% of the world's tin is actually produced on an open cost level. And so, so what we want to do is obviously increase the amount of open cost uh, tin going going to the market, and you know the the fact is where we are fundamentally in the in the tin market is that it's been running at a deficit for a number of years. Uh, you know we won't be able to 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 make a dent in that even even if you even uh, other new uh, new mines it will take a while to 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 dent to to make a dent in that market and. You know, as I said, I've been I've been hunting tin tin deposits for the last fifteen twenty years now, and it's very hard to find a, a, a big tin deposit. Um, you know that 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 you can turn into an industrial scale mine, and and I think that's lost on a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it, it is. I, I guess when, where I'm trying to, trying to get to, you say, oh, we won't be able to make a dent in the marketplace, but we've got a massive resource, you can scale it up as you want. But you know, if I listen to um, CEOs of other commodities, like you know, you know, talks about graphite, and they say, "Well, we can we can absolutely supply you know half the world's needs or all the world's needs, but we'll be up against the Chinese, so that would be a really stupid thing to do because they would you know crush us on price." Um, we can say the same with pot, potash or, or fertilizer markets, where it's like there are a handful. Of players who again control the market. And you you, you need and, and lithium the same or whatever. You've got to work out where you sit. You have been a tin bull for 15, 20 years, brilliant. But there are gonna be existing players who are gonna be either concerned about what you're planning to do and make your life difficult, or yeah. you play along and say, Well, actually, this is how we're gonna, you know, insert ourselves into this ecosystem. So just wondering yeah. where where what that level is
1: yeah so so that level uh is is the five to ten thousand tons per annum and that's so that's that's what we target. Uh, and as i you know ten thousand tons puts us is about three percent of the world's supply uh so so you know that's kind of the magic number that that we, that we're working towards um and it's everything's geared towards that in phase two
0: Perfect. Okay. So that's really, really good to understand because you do have an audience and you've got a lot of happy shareholders this morning. You're very pleased about this fundraise, but there's also a few people in there who are, you know, to, you know, we're off to the moon. I just wanted that level of realism and say, well, that's, you know, this is good and more than good enough in terms of where we sit in the marketplace. Okay. Brilliant. Perfect. Um, so let's, let's talk about, um, the next six, eight months. What are the things that we're looking out for? What are the numbers that we're looking out for?
1: So, so look, uh, uh, you know, I think a, a, a watershed will will come in our our financials. Obviously, they're going to be, look very different from the last three years. So, uh, that, that's going to be quite interesting. the 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 lithium, the lithium numbers coming out of the test work is is going to, uh, you know, the, is, is going to be a, a sort of differentiator for us in the market. Uh, the the increased uh, that the wrap up in production and the speed with which we can get that production up and running, uh, you know, that's that's going to be key. Uh, you know, we've we've got some pretty interesting uh, exploration co- coming through. Not only, as I said, on the existing sites, we've got some some uh, other other licenses that, that that have all got very very good potential. So you know, there were a number of historic mines in the area. And we've got we've got a lot of those now. So you know, it's about recreating that that model on the, uh, or that we've done on, in Oise. On, on other on, on other aspects uh, so look there's, there's going to be a lot of news coming through this 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 year and, uh, and it's, it's it's an exciting time
0: it is an exciting time and okay. just to just say am any priorities. so um we haven't talked about tantalum much um yeah. that's parked up for now
1: no no uh, so so look the, the tantalum basically uh, and, and you know just to explain there's the, the, the slight issue we've had on the tantalum is that uh, the tantalum is more magnetic than the tin, so it, it goes through the same concentrating process. but the tin and the tantalum crystals are are called intergrown. so we were where we were just expecting to put it over a magnetic separator there's a slight slight iron content in the in the in the tin that makes some ball in some of the tin that makes it magnetic. So we we just need to uh, leach that away essentially, and then and then run it over the magnetic separator. So just uh, tweak, tweaking that that a little bit, and so so that, uh, but that will also hopefully come on stream in the in the not too distant future. Not a big add on, not a big capex, not a big cost. It's just get, you know getting those, those those little tweaks right.
0: Okay, beautiful. Well, that's that's a. Nice overview of what you've been up to since we spoke, and you know your your, your take on what the rest of this year holds. So, yeah, appreciate the catch up, stay in touch. Um, you know, we'd love to hear how you're getting along with some of these initiatives, and you know how you the success of deploying this capital and, and what that could mean. So, we'll um, appreciate the call today. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Matt. Uh, so, just just to remind shareholders and uh, potential investors. We are on the cusp of, a, of growing a significant mining company in a very unique space. We've built a team uh, that's, that's capable of executing large-scale projects and we, we want to use that team now to expand the, expand the company and grow our, grow our offering to the market. We're pretty excited about the new phase of development and uh, we've got all hands on deck ready, ready to get to work on this.
0: Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Croxcast?